Hello and welcome to Waffly Bollocks, the wrestling podcast where we'd like to invite John Cena to pop in to boot at our ratings as well, but he won't take our calls. I'm MJ, also known as Rattle Trash, and my co-host is Sarah, also known as Awfully Waffly. Hiya! Hiya <laughs> <laughs> love, you alright? <laughs> <laughs> what have we got to talk about today? Not a lot happened, not a lot happened in the world of wrestling this week at all. Oh, just Nothing. go home, just give up, just <laughs> Oh, nothing to say, nothing to say this week. We're done, bye! <laughs> Imagine. Uh, it's Tony's birthday. It's Tony Khan's birthday on Tuesday. Tuesday, I yes. think, wasn't it? Yeah, so he just, regardless of anything else going on, he just decided to book as a banger. Yeah, why not? Pretty much. I I would. If I had my own wrestling company, I would just be booking all kinds of ridiculous matches for everybody. Absolutely. Also, it, how is he only like a year older than us? I'm scared and horrified. Well... <laughs> You know, uh, he, his dad's a billionaire. This is true. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> he, he does have that. Like, yeah, that's true. That's, that's a bit of a leg. I up. could probably have a wrestling company if my dad was a billionaire, but unfortunately, he ain't. I definitely would. To be fair, if the <laughs> if my dad was a billionaire, I would definitely ask him to buy, like, buy me a wrestling company. Not that I think he bought it. He got it bought for him. Let's just be clear about that it was uh i think it was the two of them that bought it but uh yeah i would definitely buy a wrestling company if i was a billionaire I would now. sure yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> now you've been introduced <laughs> to the world of pro wrestling <laughs> absolutely so it was it was title tuesday uh on tuesday title tuesday on dynamite which was program directly opposite nxt yes I, I mean we touched on it didn't we last week was why why you gotta load it up with the undertaker yeah when we just got a show that's full of bangers like whatever you can win the ratings war if you want but we know what the best show is and there's just no contest yeah. so well that's what i said at the time <laughs> i was like look i know that i watch the better quality show yeah that, that's all i care about and again it's like this conversation we've had before does anyone pay us to care about ratings? Nope. No, they don't. Let's leave that to Dave. Uncle yes, Dave can Dave deal with that. Dave can prattle on about the fucking ratings. I, th- see, the thing is, it's like, it is what it is, isn't it? I mean, it's one week. They overloaded the card. The quality of the matches was definitely better. Um, you know, I think somebody did an analysis of like how much actual wrestling was on NXT. And it was like 30%. I was going to say, was it something? like nothing? Yeah. It was about 30, 39%. And it's, it, I said at the time, if I wanted to watch a show that was 60% waffle and 30%, no, wait, that's wrong, 40% wrestling, then I would, I would watch WWE. But I like wrestling. Yeah. So I don't. I, th- I think it's a weird thing. I mean, I've noticed that with some fans, it's like, Oh, fans don't care about wrestling. I do. Yeah, we quite like it, actually. Thank I actually you. like the wrestling bit, thank you very much. Like, why would I be watching it otherwise? Like, yes, stories are important, obviously, but also it is told through the medium of wrestling. Yes. Not just standing there talking for half a fucking hour, you know. I don't get that. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. Like, if you, uh, why don't you just watch 
something else. If that's like, if you don't watch like- a drama, <laughs> I was so so stressed by the whole WWE thing. I just, I just don't enjoy it. Like I've tried to watch it a few times, and I, I, my I partner's can't. watched it in my presence a few times, and it's just very boring. I, I don't, yeah, I don't enjoy it. It's just not for me. Well, we started watching it. Sorry, when we stopped watching WWE. It had gotten to the point where you would get through probably a good 45 minutes of the programme before anyone started wrestling. Oh, fucking hell. And I'm like, what is the point of this? What is the point of this? And I mean, this is going back like to 2009. So nothing's changed. Like nothing's changed in the meantime. It is exactly as it ever was. And they've done a really good job of convincing wrestling fans that they don't want to watch wrestling. Because there'll be people arguing with you on Twitter, like, well, I, I prefer stories and characters. Like, well, so do I, but, you know, why don't you go watch, like, Breaking Bad or something? Like, if you want stories and characters, go go watch that. If you really don't want to watch wrestling, why are you watching wrestling? Why are you watching? That's why it's just... What's wrong with it you? It breaks my head. Like, if you don't like, if you don't want to watch wrestling, watch something other than wrestling. Can I, can I just, can I just throw out there that apparently WWE don't want CM Punk? Yeah, that's the thing that I was going to ask you about because I realised that since I've blocked, or uh, sorry, I've muted every possible CM Punk keyword, I think I missed the thing that like they were like, actually, (laughs) they don't want him. Yeah, so apparently for now, at the very least, CM Punk is not wanted at WWE. I mean, that's not a surprise because like, why would they want him? He can bring literally nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it'd be if they were, if they were doing badly in the ratings, then it would pr- probably be a different story. If the ratings go down at any point in the near future, then then you know expect to hear cult personality. I just don't the, believe uh... he's that much of a draw, though. Well, when he first came to AEW, yes, he was. Like, I mean, he got over a million numbers for like rampage for his okay. first episode there which is because it's his debut because, and he was a big ex wwe mm. star who had been retired for seven years and aw was a smaller company so it makes sense that yeah. at that time it would be a big ratings bump for them it was but for wwe I, I don't know if he's worth it no no i mean but if you can take all of his fans with him over there that'd i'd be like great. him to i'd like him to fuck off yeah <laughs> yeah the thing is though people like to tout how much of a ratings jury is but he leveled out to the same sort of level as any other like sort of top card guy in the end like he leveled out after like probably about five or six months something like that so a lot gets talked about oh well he drew the first million dollar gate whatever it's like yeah but it it did level out it completely leveled out in the end So I think a lot gets made of that when it doesn't necessarily bear out that he is anymore. And certainly not now. No, because now he's just proven he's fucking uh, uh, impossible to work with. So yeah, yeah. I am. The thing I am dreading now, unfortunately, is that I, I think it's next weekend is Bound for Glory with Impact in Chicago. And uh, there's a couple of really good matches on that card. Speedball versus Osprey. Ooh, I might watch Impact. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the thing. And I'm like, I really want to watch that match. But I will 
by the pay-per-view the day after when I know he hasn't turned yes, up on it. <laughs> that's a good idea. Okay, yeah. Oh, I just put him in the bin. Um, mm. Right, the other thing to put in the bin is uh, we talked about this thing before where people were advocating for, I think at the time they wanted Adam Cole to play on the story that MJF had told about his childhood anti-Semitic bullying by yes. throwing quarters at him and we were like fuck no don't do that we don't need hate yeah. crimes on tv unfortunately uh during this week's dynamite there was a confrontation between bullet club gold and mjf and juice robinson mm. pulled out a roll of quarters to threaten him with uh there's endless arguments and nuance to this i understand that juice robinson has been doing this with a roll of quarters since his time in new japan but at the same time, using it the here context. and writing Friedman on it, it's very clear what that was referring to and from Max's reaction similarly. Um, yeah. Now, MJF has since taken to social media and said it's important for him to be able to tell these stories about his lived experience and that pretending that things like anti-Semitic bullying don't exist isn't workable. And No, because I suppose if you ignore it, it... it it can only get worse that's it yeah. I, I don't believe this you know when you're sort of growing up in school and it's like oh well just ignore them and they'll go away yeah like they don't. when it comes to bullies they don't they don't they don't they don't however i do think it kind of has addressed that by talking about it and i think mm. actually replicating a hate crime on tv is a really bad idea because people are dumb and i don't want kids to see that i don't want adults to see that i don't want any like we saw that stupid fucking guy with the sign about mjf i dropped a quarter or whatever yeah like, yeah the, fans cannot be trusted with this they will not be sane about it wrestling the wrestling industry in general i think because there's a lot of nuance to the story and there's a lot of nuance i think that needs to be added to the story and I don't know if this is the best platform for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I am sort of iffy on the timing. Oh, God. With yes. everything going on. Can, yes, all things. Can, but but also, I, I I kind of feel like that is probably weighed into why MJF's decided to do it now. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is that, yes, yeah, so there's two opposing sort of well i think it's a good idea because it is happening and i think it's a good idea because it, you know what i mean yes I, I think it's a bad idea because this is happening so the thing is what i was saying on twitter the other day i'm not jewish it is not my place to tell anyone whether they should or shouldn't be offended by it all i can say is i'm kind of gritting my teeth a little bit and going i really don't know how this is gonna go mm -hmm. i don't know how this is gonna go in terms of um the people watching uh i don't know how it's gonna go in terms of like controversy in the news and stuff about it it's a little bit it's dicey it yeah. is very dicey it is and 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 the thing is you know you can say mjf is fine with it and he's jewish i've also seen lots of our jewish pals on twitter saying they're yeah. really not fine with it and so i think you know MJF is not the only person who is in a position to be hurt by this abuse. I just, no, I just, it... I just, I just, I'm gonna just say, like, yeah, I, I know wrestling has a long and storied history of using terrible things, 
and uh, I wasn't around for that and I wouldn't have enjoyed that and I don't think I'm going to enjoy this I mean yeah. I, I maybe it will all be handled really really well and everything will be fine and I should just trust them more the thing is though with and I mean even if even with you not having that experience of previous its reputation precedes it yeah wrestling is not good for the most part at handling serious stuff like this and because it's always been done by wwe and it's been done in a slightly racist or offensive or or bigoted way i mean any kind of controversial storyline that they've done in the past but the thing is with aw there are younger minds at play and it's not just whatever vince mcmahon finds funny on any given day so it's like I think there is a possibility that it will be handled well. Because I think I was chatting to somebody who's Jewish on, on, on Twitter and they want it to happen because they didn't, they, they said that they didn't see enough of like the bully getting their comeuppance, like the Jewish kid fighting back yeah. and punching the bad guy in the face. You know, so I can see it from both sides, really. Yeah. And again, like I say, it isn't it isn't really my place to get, you know, to say whether someone should find it offensive or not. They're either going to or they're not, depending on, on where they sit. But I think people are really very sensitive to it and quite rightly very sensitive about this kind of thing. And it's the lack of faith that a wrestling company can handle it in the manner that it should be handled. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm sure it will be a case of like Juice gets his comeuppance, you know, like MJF fights back, yeah. Juice gets his comeuppance. But um, yeah, there was people calling for Juice to be fired. Uh, like, it's completely deranged. Uh, and also, I yeah, uh, like I am assuming that this storyline is Max's idea. I don't think Juice did it uh, without his knowledge or like obviously he didn't. It's fucking TV that, show because like, that would be insane. That would be insane. And for the you know for the record, I don't think anyone should be fired. I don't think anyone involved is a Nazi. Whatever the bad faith nutty Twitter people are saying, mm. but I do think you know we we've talked before about you know like cheap heat and 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 I do and and we don't like we didn't really like it when mjf was going for that like racist heat by being horrible no, about together. No. so it's kind of the same it is it's almost the same sort of yeah i'm like it was like yes okay Takeshita okayed it but it it was uncomfortable i mean we'll see what happens but like i do feel deeply uncomfortable and that this is a bad idea and that you shouldn't do this it's a difficult one isn't it it's like in in the initial instance when they're like oh cole should just hit him with but the thing is it's like cole has never done that before that would have been w- way worse it would have been way worse i still think it's bad uh it's yeah, i think it's bad yeah. i think <laughs> i think the possibility that this will cause idiots to try and emulate that behavior is more likely than it will make people realize that this is bad behavior like i just i don't think that well yeah i mean look at that gormless prick in the um in the crowd with the with the sign right do we do we think it's gonna be like people will take it as as the lesson it's intended to be or do we think people are just going to be dickheads? And, I think and knowing, are be dickheads. I mean, yeah. that's that's the thing that concerns me is that it's it's going to 
make some very stupid people think that they have the green light to crack what they think are jokes yeah about um about max being jewish like and and it, obviously that is never okay it would never be okay but I do worry sometimes that they're encouraging dickheads to do dickhead things. Yes. Not intentionally. Yeah. But because some people are that messed up in the head that they think they can join in. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I, I just I just don't think AW right now has the credentials to do... Maybe it'll be amazing, and I, but I just... Yeah, I wish they weren't doing it. I wish they weren't doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I imagine it will end, you know, like uh, the, the fellow I was talking to said, like, you know, the, the bully will get yeah. their comeuppance. But it's it's almost like some wrestling fans can't be trusted with that story because they'll, they'll just behave in the worst possible way about it. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't know if they're making a rod for their own backs. I think they are, and I think... AEW has a lot of issues within it itself that it needs to sort out in terms of, you know, like we were talking about gay representation and their squeamishness around golden lovers and the fact that they let JR say a horrible sexist things. Like, I'm not, I'm not comparing any of these oppressions, but I just think like your house ain't clean enough to do this, you know? Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I get where Max is coming from. Completely. I completely understand him wanting to tell this story and he wants to use the medium of pro wrestling. It's just whether pro wrestling can be trusted to handle that story is is the is the thing to me. Yeah, I hate feeling like, oh, I want my content to be censored in case dickheads can't understand it, but (laughs) but that's where we are apparently. But at the same time this is yeah, this is at the point in time where we are. And you know, you've got these bad faith actors uh, are grifters on Twitter who, who are now exaggerating, yeah. I would say, like majorly exaggerating what actually was said and done on the show that have, have turned it into something that it isn't and demanding people get fired. But then the, the, the takes that these are coming from are people who just absolutely despise AEW anyway. And I want in their gotcha. Like, oh, this is the one, lads. We'll get them shut down. Like, it's not going to happen. But they're, they're delusional. So it's it's like, it's playing into the worst possible people's hands. Yeah. It's the thing that, that, that concerns me a little bit. Yes. I do think it's a lot of WWE and CM Punk icon guys showing how exactly how much they actually care about any of the causes they purport to care about. Because... As you say, they're misrepresenting what happened in order to gleefully call for everything to be cancelled. Uh, like, I feel like this has been an issue with those guys the whole time. Like, they don't actually oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. They just like to perform what oh, they yes, think absolutely. is wokeness in order to, like, get a win. And they can just all get fucked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's performative. It's all performative, completely. They don't actually care about anti-Semitism or you know, sexism or anything like that. They don't give a shit. No, they don't. Oh, I feel like <laughs> my stress level's really high. I'm like, um, breathe. Well, Juice Robinson will be entering the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale next week. Every other Dynamite Diamond ring match has been won by MJF. Do we think he could finally lose it? See, is the the way they were talking about it in the ring on when when they were doing that bit, 
they made it sound like the winner of it gets a match with MJF. I'm sure you're right. I I imagine Juice will probably win it in by a sneaky means and potentially win the ring possibly mm. that would be an upset um although i don't i then again it's like would 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 they have juice beat mjf i don't know no they'll have juice sure try and hit him with the quarters and then mjf will hit him with the ring <laughs> that i bet you any money it uh, right this that's definitely what's gonna happen isn't it probably yeah all right yeah, i'm bored of that already that. we've already figured out the entire <laughs> plot we're done it might not be i mean they have been surprising me a lot lately but i just i just yeah, had one of those like, oh god um but yes jay white is fighting penta which he sort of was pretending that it has something to do with the the triple b that he's stolen from mjf yeah because he kept he was he was making out like hangman had a title match this week and it was like no jay <laughs> no title, jay. uh and then mjf and jay white will fight for the title at full gear which is cool we've yeah. got a good run-up to that haven't we for uh, like for it. all the people who are whinging mm-hmm. about the fact that we haven't got long enough to build to anything it's uh it'll be a cracking match because um, i mean th- this is the thing some people go on about mjf like oh well he does more outside of the ring with promos and everything than he does in it but when he has a match banging yeah every yeah. single time every time it's a fantastic match like all of his defenses so far have been brilliant it'll be good it'll be good uh and full gear is full gear far enough away that mjf's reign will exceed kenny's it is right i believe he said 26 days on bte and that was like a week ago Side note, this is the first episode of Dynamite this title Tuesday that I've ever stayed up to watch. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> finally! <laughs> I will not do it again. <laughs> it's fair. It was like, this, it, it seemed like that show went by really fast, but I think it's because I was just so tired. of like, <laughs> brain working too slow. But yes. Do you think that the um, bit with the guys in black beating up Jay White, do you think we're just going to ignore that until... Cole comes back we can't do surely because that has to play into the the jay white storyline so surely hmm. surely we're gonna we're gonna call back to that at some point you would think you would think i'm not sure when though mm. this is the joy and the pain of wrestling that everything is predetermined but also everything could change and you just have to roll with it you just well that's the thing i mean we've talked about this before is sometimes they have trouble pivoting yeah when something goes wrong um it all usually <laughs> works out in the end but we have a few minutes of oh shit oh shit we don't know what we're doing <laughs> um <laughs> you know so um yeah don't know well that was nearly a perfect segue because speaking of oh shit we don't know where this is going <laughs> Go on. Orange Cassidy is the international champion again. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, on Title Tuesday, it was supposed to be a rematch of John Moxley versus Ray Phoenix, which presumably would have put the belt back on Mox because mm. when, like, after Moxley beat Orange Cassidy, it felt like he was going to be the interna- international champion for a bit. Yeah. However, he was not cleared to wrestle yet. Ray Phoenix no. is... Get well soon, Mox. Ray Phoenix is either injured or has visa issues. 
I read something about that. I think it might be a bit both. Yeah, so actually. basically, we need to get the belt off him. We were going to give it back to Mox. We can't give it back to Mox. Fuck. We'll give it back to Orish Cassidy. <laughs> Yay! And Two time international champion. Like, Woo! This is kind of what we were just saying is like, this is the joy and the pain of wrestling that uh, sometimes shit happens and it probably wasn't in the plan. But we've just got to roll with it. And you can't watch the show that doesn't exist. You can only watch the show that does exist. So Orange Cassidy is champion now. And maybe he's continuing to do his uh, little weird storyline about the belt corruption. Because he has obviously been doing a few little promos about wanting his belt back. And being very grumpy and not very Orange Cassidy-like. And commentary was making a big thing about him sort of being a bit meaner and more aggressive than usual. Like he was targeting body parts and trying to hurt Ray Phoenix. Didn't put his hands in his pockets. Wasn't doing much shenanigans. And then he won and he held the belt in his hands and he just stared at it like he was hypnotised. Yes. And he almost didn't even notice best friends and he gave him a little fist bump each, but there was no hug. So, (laughs) Mm, it's interesting, isn't it? I'm intrigued as to where this is going to go. Yeah. Like, is, is, are we going to do Orange versus Mox at full gear? Yes. Potentially. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, or even before. (laughs) Is Orange going to be bad? Is he going to turn heel on Mox? Like, I would like to see it. I would like to see it. I want to see mean orange. It's I it's like I'm I like that the idea of that is is like I know they're probably a bit reluctant because lots of like little kids love orange, don't they? They turn up to shows dressed as him and things, but yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to see naughty orange. The whole like subtitle on my audio here is just heavy breathing like yes, do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it, do it, do it. Um. <laughs> I mean, Mox and and the BCC have sort of randomly turned face again now. <laughs> I you can't know, keep up with happening. what they're up to. <laughs> I don't know. I I think with the BCC, it all just depends on who they're beating up. They never change. Like their gimmick never changes. No. They just like beating people yeah. up, and it only people will boo or cheer them depending on who they're fighting. <laughs> They just like beating people up, which in any just like normal medium up. would probably be the sign of a bad guy. But this is wrestling, so it's fine. This is wrestling. We like watching people get beat up, so we're cool with it. But it's they've sort of, at the minute, are, are, are turning face or our faces. Um, but mean Orange Cassidy. What if, what if they all go? What if all of them go heel? That would be nice. If you can hear drumming and singing in the background. I can't, but <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I, I can hear it. And I'm like, there is a football match on. I live like two minutes away from football stadium. Uh... So, yeah, it, it's all the fans are going into the ground. Sorry. <laughs> Weirdly, I only live a couple of minutes away from a football stadium. That's really weird. Really? Uh, we should be into football. That would be so easy. We should, yeah. G- given that it's so close, I, t- I you know, if if AEW ever want to run a 
15,000 people show at a football stadium, then yeah, give them a call. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yes. Would I like to see all of Best all Friends of go full heel? Yes. Would I <laughs> also kind of like to see Orange Cassidy go full heel and Best Friends not? And them to... <gasps> and them to, the and him to be mean to them? And them to be <gasps> sad about it? And have oh. a whole arc, and then he loses the belt and has to has to apologize, and then they all become friends again. When he realizes I that lo- friendship is no, I love that. Tiles. Would we like to see that? <laughs> I I would like I would like to see it. I would like to see it. It's like yeah, because I think there's a more interesting story to be told there rather than them all turning heel all of a sudden. I mean, I wouldn't mind that either. They have. Been... Well, I was going to say they have been. It heels. would be fun. Been, they were heels on. They were heels on the Indies, Chuck and Orange, weren't they? At some point. Yeah, because I just remember seeing clips of Chuck screaming at children. <laughs> really funny. Yes. Uh... Yeah. Love that. Start screaming at kids again, Chuck. I think there's a more interesting story to be told potentially in there being a split. Yeah. Between them. I mean, I kind of think that that's where potentially Orange Cassidy's story was going anyway, what with him sulking around about how he hasn't got his title anymore and that's the only thing that matters, but yes, giving him the belt back doesn't invalidate that. I know that there was some sort of fears that we'd kind of gone back to square one after he'd been telling this whole story about the belt and how much no. it was breaking him down, but I don't think it's a problem. I think it's fine. I think we can do I, whatever I think we want. it's fine. I think it's just the next part of that story is that if he goes nutty and <laughs> smacks Mox in the head with the belt or something like that and gets him in a mousetrap, like, see, this is going to be really funny. We've made, like, specific predictions for this episode. <laughs> and if either of them happen, I'll lose my fucking mind. They won't. We're just making shit up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're just fantasy oh, booking Oh, no, but aren't shit. we meant to, like, get really angry at someone if if our fantasy booking doesn't come true? Yes, I'll be writing angry emails to Tony Khan. Immediately. Tony Khan, we're very specific <laughs> about our demands. <laughs> yeah. We literally said... And then you didn't do it. Um, Tony Khan, it's for the girlies. We want to see Chuck Taylor crying. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor little Chucky. Um, but yeah, I I think that would be a really interesting story. And I, I kind of hope it happens. Because like, there were some people talking about like uh, turning Hangman heel, which I'm a bit like... Does that mean we do? We would just break him up from the elite again? Like we've done, we just did that, and he's back with them now, and it's nice and I like. I wish it. we Can would. We I wish we could have a bit more happy time with the elite, rather than yeah. them all just doing their own thing at the moment. But yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of they got them back together for blood and guts, and and then didn't really continue. No. any kind of story after that with them together and that that kind of that kind of made me sad it's like i don't know how why i mean we'll probably get to this in a bit <laughs> anyway but i don't quite understand why there's like hangman and the books are so separate from the stuff that kenny is doing at the minute like surely they would be backing him up you would think i think it is 
lowercase unfortunate circumstances like i think i think yeah i think there's just some shit going on and timing issues and oh there definitely seems like there is yeah i think i think i think there's just problems and i'm just going to be patient and hope for the best and see what happens i think there is yeah well there's the other thing as well of of like um ibushi not necessarily being there all the time and he's obviously a big part of that story that they want to tell so it's yeah i think but i think the putting gaps in between everything you know it's like kenny's been kayfabe knocked silly by a chair um and it's kind of we keep doing this thing where if someone gets even slightly injured they're off for like a month and it kind of cools everything down. Yeah. I'm not really... I it, They've done it that many times now that it's become kind of annoying. Like, it's like, is Kenny just going to be off now until the week before full game? This is kind of the thing with the, the wrestling not being able to be stopped, is that, uh, like, it kind of does feel like maybe it does need an off-season where just everyone has a break for, like, a month. <laughs> and just, like... Yeah, and has a think about what they want to do next. Heels up. And takes a deep breath and has a think. Yeah. Where instead, like, everything just has to keep happening all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I get there is... I mean, because there's always been um, sort of a rotation of talent in, in AEW because there's so many people yeah. and you want to give them time. Um, so, yeah, some stories will get cycled out for a bit and then the next week we'll do something. But it's like... It's particularly the kayfabe injuries and... I'm going to be off for a month mm. is a bit... Because it just, like I say, it, it just cools everything right down. When did the Kenny getting hit in the chair... That was last week, Kenny getting hit in the head of the chair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's not that... I mean, well, I guess we've seen him, but yes, we haven't seen him with the rest of the elite except on BTE. And even then, I think Hangman wasn't there. It was just the box. No, no, he wasn't, no. <sighs> but you know what? We've lived through worse. <laughs> We certainly have. We've we, had we've harder times through... than this, MJ. We can do it. <laughs> None of them being on the show for months. Exactly. So, we can make know, it this, through. This isn't... We can live. At least we know there's something coming down the pipe. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's. I'm not as worried about it as I would be. No, exactly. Um, you know, um, a few months ago even. I think. I think, yes, it's not great TV with them right now, but... It's fine. I'm st- still sort of relatively willing to just be patient, I think. There's too many fingers in the pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you, gonna, you, should, <laughs> you should make a Halloween t-shirt that's <laughs> just a finger pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just lots of fingers sticking like out. Like green in fingers in a pie. <laughs> that's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> so, uh, another, another title reset. Um, on yes. Oh God! On a show on title title was this on title Tuesday? Yes. Title Tuesday. Yeah. Soraya yeah. fought Hikaru Shida, and Shida won the title back. So she is now yes. three-time Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida. Yay! Well deserved. Yay. Well deserved. Which is good. Love but it's like, her. Is the third time the charm? Is she actually going to get like the reign that we all want her to have? I hope so. I hope so because I want to see lots of matches um i i say stick it on her and let her keep it till haters back yes 
because when's that now? Um, there was talk of it being sort of February time, potentially. Oh, I didn't January, even know there was February. a time scale on it. I thought it was just. I, yeah. I did. I that maybe I'm getting mixed up because I I all I read was that she's not going to be ready until after New Year. I've forgotten what's so, wrong with that. <laughs> she's. I think it's a shoulder. Okay. I think she needed uh needed surgery and stuff. So. Um, it's not going to be until the new year, but I think that's a a good long run. Yeah, because for her to have first her first reign was during the pandemic, so she didn't get a live crowd. Yes, then she did get a live crowd, and we were like, "Yay, they're going to give her the reign she deserves." And then they were like, "Nah, fuck it, we're going to give it to Soraya because we're in London," which was yeah a stupid decision and should not have happened. And so now it's back where it should be. Um. Yeah, let's just have some bangers. Let's just have a load of yeah. a load of Sheeda banger matches, please. Yes, and she wants to fight Venny. Who is this? Uh, Venny is a uh, Japanese wrestler, and she was from. She was previously known as Asuka, but she's obviously changed that yes, now. That makes sense. <laughs> um, and she is a trans wrestler mm-hmm. from Japan. Uh, she's worked for DDT uh pro wrestling wave and she was in the women's uh world championship eliminator tournament that they did where it was like a bunch of ladies from japan and a bunch of ladies from america mm-hmm. um but yeah it was it was a decent little tournament they showed it on um dark a lot of it i think um shida promised venny that her first defense would be against her. Yeah, I'm not sure whether they're going to run that at, at full gear or whether they're going to run it on a dynamite or something, but I hope it happens. I hope it yeah. happens. Because it will be a really good match because Venny's brilliant. Okay, and then to complete our set of new champions, uh, we have new tag team champions, Ricky Starks and Big Bill. So mm. after not dropping the titles to the Bucks at All In and then not dropping the titles to Aussie Open at WrestleDream, FTR randomly dropped their tag belts to Ricky Starks and Big Bill on a random episode of Collision. Funny that, isn't it? <sighs> so I think, so at the time there was lots of like conjecture about whether Cash was injured or going to jail. <laughs> but... They are now saying, oh, no, it's, it was just the plan. The plan was, you know, we're building Ricky Starks. We always wanted to give them the belt. Now, giving the tag belts to, like, a non-established tag team is a little bit silly. And... Best friends were right there. Best friends were right there. And... <laughs> Please, a crumb, a crumb, Tony. We just need a crumb for best friends. Give them something. Um, Please. But... Yeah, I mean, my first reaction was sort of jubilation because I was like, fuck yeah, they're not on FTR anymore. And those fucking miserable lizard men can stop hogging the belts, which is good. Yeah. But it is weird to just put them randomly on some guys, (laughs) just what it feels like. Randomly on some guys right before the likelihood was that they were going to be defending against the books. I mean... Uh, full gear. None of us wanted to see FTR versus the Bucks again because... I mean, to be fair, I'd rather see the Bucks... In all fairness, I'm more interested to see the Bucks versus Ricky. Yeah. I I mean, my my ideal is the Bucks versus Aussie Open, but if we cannot have that, then yeah, I would rather... I mean, I'm just... (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, yes, I, I would rather literally anyone over FTR, but unfortunately it does feel like, yeah, they've taken that literally anyone and just gone, yeah, how about these guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, I The thing is, I, I understood it when the idea was that they were injured mm. and then it turns out that they're not injured. And now I'm like, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Like, so you didn't want to hold on to them for the, just the extra four weeks less until full gear. That's funny. Mm. That That's interesting. Um, <laughs> in, she says in a very pointed yeah. way. Yeah. Because I, I actually, I, I genuinely thought they were injured. Yeah. And that's why. I do think, though, that an audible was called after Davis broke his wrist. I do yes, I actually I think, think maybe yeah. the Aussies were meant to win those belts. I think so. I, in a way, I guess I shouldn't complain about having a title change just on a random show because that's kind of exciting. Like it, it at is, least it, re- it reminds us that like stuff can happen and we're not just waiting for a pay-per-view for, for belts to change hands. No, I do enjoy that because that was the thing that, that started bugging me about WWE before we stopped watching was that the weekly shows are pretty much meaningless. Mm, mm-hmm. Like it was just, uh, well, here's three weeks until the next pay-per-view that that's the important thing. That's the thing you should be paying attention to. Mm. And then, you know, you can, it, it was almost like you could just ignore the weekly shows completely. Whereas I like the fact that there is build to pay-per-views on, on AEW shows, yes. But there are also big matches where genuinely someone could lose a title. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because Kenny won the world title on a random episode. Well, it wasn't a random episode. It was Winter is Coming. But it, it was a special episode, but it wasn't a pay-per-view. Yeah. So it's I do like that aspect of AEW a lot where it's like, you know, there might be a, a title. The only the stupid thing is... The only show where I know for a fucking fact that nobody's losing a title is Battle of the Belts. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, what the fuck is the point of Battle of the Belts? Why does it exist? I don't know. I, I hate don't it. know. I hate they... it. <laughs> Actually, like... Make it something else. Don't yeah, call it I really that. Because, yes, it. there's there's title matches, but you know nobody's losing a title because you put it on at, like, midnight on a Saturday and nobody's watching. So you don't want to change titles when nobody's watching. But it's a random collision, which is not the most watched show. True that, true that, yeah, yeah. Wild. Although, you know, the numbers have uh, have gone back up because the people who were refusing to watch it because (laughs) a punk have started watching it again. (laughs) Me included. He's the, the anti-draw, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in some respects, he really is. Say the, the number of, of, like, that Dynamite got the other night was 600. Like, 600 and something, nearly 700,000. That is your core fan base. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of them are there to see certain people. They've come in with Hangman, Kenny, the books, and the majority of them see punk as the issue there. So if you want to completely turn off your core fan base who make up the majority of your numbers every week, yeah, then yeah, by all means, be more like WWE and bring in, you know, punk again, whatever. 
But those people are going to tune out and that's the majority of your audience. So what would be the point? But yeah, yeah. that's not, we don't don't think about him. Although the other guy that we don't think about, bloody Dax Harwood is being a pest on Twitter again, where he tried to come for Lyric Swinton of uh, the Maps and Graps podcast and various other wrestling outlets because she had posted something about how the recent FTR tag title reign had stalled the whole division. True. And But she was like, oh, one day we're going to have this conversation, but not today because it's too tiresome. And he popped up in a mention saying, hi, Lyric, please enlighten me. And it's like, Dax, go fuck yourself. The thing is, is that he knows he has a certain amount of annoying Twitter netbeards mm-hmm. who are willing to white knight for him. And are just absolutely licking their lips at the prospect of coming for a black woman. Yes, absolutely. And I believe he knows that. Yeah. And there's no need. No. There is no fucking need. And it, if you are that concerned... Why not send her a DM? He's not that concerned. He def- he entirely did that because he thought he could intimidate her into shutting up by showing up himself, for one thing, and, and like you say, yeah, the army of neckbeards. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for him, like, she ain't going to take that shit because she's awesome. She was far more polite about <laughs> it than I was. She was. Been. She was. But this is this is the thing where it's like, these kind of spaces for so long have been so unwelcoming to anyone apart from white men straight yeah. white men yeah that those of us who aren't that who've had to like fight our way to come in i mean i shouldn't count myself among this because i'm brand new here but like people who have fought their way in like like and who are someone like lyric who's like going to the scrums and things like yeah she's not going to be intimidated by some like small dick asshole because she she's faced worse like you're not gonna scare her off if she's got this far you're not gonna scare her off with that shit so no so and it's rotten that that anyone has to fight their way into anything but unfortunately that is the shitty dystopian hellscape that we live in yeah i realize that this is like an extremely unsympathetic i'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt at all take but i just think that was just such fucking awful behavior on his behalf that he can he can go fuck himself yeah i mean it it's he does he's done it before he knows what happens if he does a weird passive aggressive reply to anybody like we've it's it's happened before on twitter and he knows that those there are a bunch of people like at his back Mm -hmm. like like you say salivating at the idea of of being able to give a bunch of shit to a black yeah. woman you know so he he does that and it's like but the the thing is the answer is pretty simple dax you defended the titles once <laughs> yeah. in 90 fucking well, days that's the other thing is like she was so far in the right that it's like mate <laughs> do, do you really need someone to explain this to you like i think it's pretty fucking obvious that you did that yeah clearly and then but then it's all the Oh, why is everyone being mean to me? Because you're acting like a dickhead, Dax. Yeah. That's why. I'm so fighty this week. <laughs> oh, it's just, oh, well, you know, oh, why are all these people being mean to me? Because because you're doing really stupid shit, like picking on people on Twitter for, God forbid, not rating you as highly as you rate yourself. Yes, that's the other thing. Like, 
we I've been really offensive about him, but she wasn't. She was fully within her right to say what she did. She was completely reasonable about it. And 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 well, yeah. I mean, you've heard what I've said before. Like I I would I would have said it in far less polite terms. Yeah. You know, she she was perfectly reasonable about it, and it's it's just the it's the inciting dog piles on people. Yeah. It really it's annoys really, me. Really, really shit. annoys me. I don't know what I don't know what I've been like this all week, where I'm just like, normally I'm I just want to just block, ignore, move on, don't get engaged in stupid fights with stupid people. And this week I'm just like, yeah. no, <laughs> I will tell you where to go, and I. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I've I've been yeah. Thing is, I've I've been really good. About <laughs> That's it. why I've been, <laughs> I've been I've been trying to behave I've myself. I've had to lately. obviously restore the balance in the universe. Restore the balance of the universe <laughs> by yeah coming for people. I fully encourage it. To be fair, I didn't come for anyone that didn't come for me first. Well, apart from Dax Harwood. Exa- but... Well, yeah. It's that's the thing. It's 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 wild. Twitter's wild. Like <sighs> yeah. <laughs> It is wild. It's just ridiculous. It's very, it's just bad. There's some people who take men throwing each other around in spandex a little too seriously for my taste yes. on Twitter. It's it's like, buddy, <laughs> why, why, are you, why are you making like your whole life about this? This is weird. This is like, I love wrestling, don't get me wrong, but come on, yeah. dude, seriously. Just here to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Can we not just do that in peace without someone being a fucking dickhead (laughs) (laughs) who knows let's hope so uh the next thing that is in our notes is um we are getting much more lucha libre flavored wrestling in aw and i for one am here for it oh yes fuck yeah oh yes so like last week on collision we had metallic gravity and angelico with serpentico fighting bullet club gold which is cool Collision has become like quite the flippy guy show. Like we've had a lot of leeches on there in the last few weeks. I I find that delightful because it's just the polar opposite of what it was before, and I love that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, like this, this, this is catering to my interests. Like. I'm yeah. completely biased, but I prefer to watch Lucha Libre style wrestling than just um, than like technical wrestling or even like horse matches. I'd rather watch flippy guys. So quite happy. Yeah, that's I I like a bit of everything, but yeah, I yeah, I totally get the appeal of of watching all the flippy guys. Um because having seen the books versus like Penta and mm. Phoenix quite a few times <laughs> at this yeah. point. I I would love to see the books come and just have a random lucha match, lucha tag match with some with some yeah. lucha flippy boys. Yeah. That would be good. Lovely. Um you know, bring them on collision. Yeah. They've only been on to uh, rescue FTR, so bring them everywhere. Them so next week on Rampage, we're getting Mystico versus Rocky Romero, and mm. people who know more about Mexican wrestling than I do are very excited about that. So yes. that's exciting. <laughs> yes, because well, it's always been AAA and CMLL have beef. I don't know what the beef is. But there well, is... they're rival companies, yeah. Yeah, um, but there's there's some kind of ooh, <laughs> it's very tense, ooh, and um, so yeah, we've got um, CMLL wrestlers coming on AW, and I think the thing is though, AA, AAA, 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 AAA can sort of AAA can sort of complain about it all they want, but 
that there is more of a power balance in favor of AEW in this yeah. situation. Um, I think the deal is that there no never the twain shall meet. Like there will be no AAA wrestlers versus any CML wrestlers, mm-hmm. as I understand okay. it. But basically, I watched uh, a Triple Mania not so long back. It was the one with um, Kenny versus Vikingo, mm-hmm. and the amount of AEW wrestlers on that card was wild, and Ring of Honor as well, um, and Impact actually. So. It's kind of a case of if you took all of those people out of that Triple Mania card, you've not got a brilliant card. Hmm. Do you know hmm. what I mean? It's like because some of the guys, uh, a lot of them are kind of like Conan's old mates from back in the day and can't quite go <laughs> the way they used to. Um, so... Yeah, in, in, in terms of, like, yes, AEW get Vikingo and uh, a couple of other AAA talent, but then the balance is far more tilted the other way. Mm-hmm. Like, if you actually go and look at the, the, the Triple Mania cards, it, they are pretty stacked with AEW talent. Like, they had Kenny holding their world title for oh, ages. doesn't QT Marshall have a title with the with this? QT Marshall currently has the Latin American title was i i love what he's doing with his <laughs> crazy teeth um they look like they glow in the dark like it's crazy <laughs> um but yeah it, so there is more of a balance the other way like aw talent works triple a shows and a lot of the time that is what gets a lot of people into the building shall we say so it's it's one of them. It's like I don't think AAA can complain about it too much. Yeah. Because they do get a hell of a lot of use out of AEW and Ring of Honor talent. Yeah. I just it's just fun when talent are able to move around. That's what I think. Just let anyone just go let anywhere do and do want. whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, we're obviously getting a lot more of that than we would if they were at WWE. So. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like everybody else kind of intermingles, and then there's sort of WWE is the big scary black building across <laughs> the way who doesn't let anyone in and doesn't yeah. let anyone out you know so i'm fine with it like just let anyone wrestle anywhere yeah. we can all have a good time let anyone wrestle anywhere. I, care about. I i would have loved to see my newly adopted guys uh Ares and latigo on aw but having looked it up they seem to be triple a guys so that might never happen yeah yeah they they won't be uh they won't be doing anything with any cmll talent for sure but they, that doesn't mean to say they won't turn up on AEW shows okay they might well that would be, be cool i mean they 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 do a lot of the reason why i know they exist is because they've done game changer so yeah. yeah that well yeah i mean there's i don't think there's anything to stop them being on those shows at all it's just the um as as long as they're not fighting cmll okay. i would love to see those guys versus the bucks Ooh, yeah <laughs> that we yeah let's do that let's do that i so just fun. i just love it when the books get to be in like proper lucha matches it's always so good because they're so good at it because i think they uh, more than anything styled themselves after luchadors yeah. it's it's just oh it's good it's like because whenever they they fight the lucha brothers it's it's just magic yeah and so I want more of that, oh. and and more box tag matches in general. Which hopefully, with things the way they're going towards full gear, maybe they 
you know, maybe they will. I hope maybe so. they will. I like yeah, and and we've just got such an array of of liches, uh, and I'm always open to more. Oh yeah, yeah. Collision now is so much more exciting than it was. Because even when I tried to watch it, I found it really dull. It was really hard to watch back in the day. Like, it's still not perfect. I still don't like the commentary, but it is way better. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 come on in leaps and bounds. Now, it has been allowed to come on in leaps and bounds. I still don't bounds. like Elton John either. <laughs> no, we're still... Like, thing is, though, I say that, but when it starts, my foot starts going. <laughs> and I'm, like, nodding along no. to it like a dickhead. So... That I think that's the thing. It's not a bad song. I just think it's really stupidly on the nose it for a wrestling stupid, show. It, it is stupidly on the nose, and it also, I don't know, I don't know, it just doesn't fit with the vibe. I just it doesn't. Oh, I don't know. I don't like it. Apparently, apparently, from what I remember him saying, Mikey Ruckus did write a theme tune that I assume goes with the incidental music that they play. Because obviously, on Fight, they haven't got the rights to play Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting again. <laughs> so they play, like, the incidental music that plays over, like, when they're talking about match cards and stuff. So I'm assuming there is a theme tune that matches that. Yeah, I think there is, yeah. And I would I would like to hear it, because I want to... I'm assuming it will probably be a better fit than what we currently have. Well, at some point we'll have a collision revamp, I'm sure, because we had that big dynamite makeover. And yeah. true, true, yeah. yeah. And I don't know whether they want to continue the uh, WCW because it looks like was it the, the was it Nitro? Oh yeah, I've seen the the, the logo. You mean yeah? Yeah, the WCW uh, show. I think it was Monday Nitro. I think so. So I I don't know whether they want to continue that comparison for long maybe we'll see we'll oh, see just wait, get tony to get bored with it and do a revamp that'll be fine i'll i'll do a redesign yeah. if you want <laughs> might as well shoot me shots um yeah. but then if if it was me doing it i would have kept the um the colors from yeah, early dynamite i like those colors they're pretty they are pretty and it, it was more unique than using red and God, blue yeah like let's just use the colors that you know the the rival company uses stupid. Like, why? Don't do it. guys. Not primary colors. Use secondary colors, please. Thank you. Yeah. And um, thing that didn't slot in anywhere else because it's not about AEW is there's been loads of really exciting women's wrestling this week outside of AEW. I know we were talking last episode about the Revolver Women's Grand Prix. Yes, which I haven't ah. been watching yet. <laughs> okay. I need to. Oh, sorry. I put a spoiler in the notes. Oh, it's fine. I saw it on Twitter anyway, like literally 10 minutes after it happened. <laughs> it's fine. But I'm, I'm still excited to watch the show anyway. Okay. So. It's really good, uh, obviously. Um, but the, the commentary on that is just pure delight because it's primarily Veda Scott and, and Renee Paquette. And that's just a fucking... Fantastic. It's just so nice. That's like a dream commentary team, isn't it? It's it's uh, like literally in the first five minutes just being like, this is really good. This is really nice. Like, I wish all commentary was like this. Yeah. So that was good. Veda Scott makes everything she better. She does. I'm telling you. She does. Like, she, cause she does Revolver and um, sort of the American New Japan shows with... That's amazing. Her and Ian Riccoboni, when they do the um, the, the New Japan shows oh, that they do in America. That sounds, yeah. It's so good. It's the best. It's so, so good. Yeah, just more Vader. I just love... More Vader. Everything needs more both Vader. Both of those two have just 
really great enthusiasm and energy that I think mm. makes the show much more exciting than windy old men <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah I think as they get as excited yeah, as we do well, and about they make things. you feel excited in a way that that what that was kind of the problem that was happening with the collision commentary was like they don't have any enthusiasm in the voices and they just leave dead air and uh, and when yeah. they are talking it's nonsense so yeah <laughs> Although I think, I like I say, I keep saying this every week, I think Nigel has improved a lot. <laughs> I'm... There are issues. There are issues. But I think he's improved. That's, he might have improved, but at the same time, like, just get Vader. She's She don't need to improve, so it's fine. Uh, and yeah. the other thing, which you may also not have watched, maybe, but in the GCW uh, show in Tokyo... Yes! At Korakuen Hall... Uh, Rina Yamashita and Masha Slamovich headlined with a death match and it was like historical in a bunch of different ways I think because Game Changer like the first American indie company to put on a show in Korakuen Hall and to have like two women headlining it and I think both of them are also like first time championship like I think Rina's the first female holder of the ultraviolet championship God, that's a mouthful. Ah. Do you know how many times I've practiced saying Rina Yamashita and Masha Slamovich? Because that is a surprising mouthful. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, it does. It reads a bit like a tongue twister, yeah. doesn't it? Um, yeah, it's again, because it was, I didn't realise it was on at daft o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because the, the last time they were in Japan, I say daft o'clock. Well, it was like 11, morning, it was 11 a.m. <laughs> It was about 11, so I ended up completely missing it because I'm backwards. Um, the last time they did a show in Japan, it was, like, it was shown later. Right. It wasn't on live, like, as it was happening. So I got really confused and thought it was on later. So I need to, I need to catch up with everything. Mm. I'm so behind. <laughs> um, that match is so fucking good. Like, the clouds and piles of fucking broken glass it's insane oh god did they use lots of light oh, yeah tubes so many things? light tubes like so many light tubes of course because it's those two and then like i'd, I'd like they're they're amazing uh i just think they're, they're both so, so good. good aren't they it's really funny though because my partner is in tokyo right now and he was actually at that show uh live but he went out for a drink with a bunch of other uh gaijin that he met and um like they were talking about their favorite wrestlers uh or like favorite female wrestlers and some guy was really like derogatively like oh yeah get guess most guys would just say like maki ito or or rina yamashita as if like those are really mainstream names <laughs> and i was like yeah. guys do you realize how deep in this world you are right now because if you go to the yeah, average person yeah. on the street and go hey what do you think of Rina Yamashita they're not going to know what you're talking about imagine like gatekeeping that shit I know but yeah it's it's wild to think like <laughs> you can be in a world where being a fan of Maki Ito is like that's not cool that's so basic <laughs> yeah it's so mainstream uh, like oh fuck off also Maki Ito's awesome shut up <laughs> Yes, exactly, yeah. She's fucking great. Be quiet. Yeah, but Rina Yamashita and, and Masha Slamovich are both incredible, so I'm sure the match is amazing. I really need to catch up. I will this week. I was working from home on my sofa and then a workman came by to quote for some work and I was like, um, 
I'm just watching this thing. <laughs> I'm just watching Deathmatch. That's normal. Um... <laughs> yeah, totally. No, it like walks in and you're just watching like the team pause the TV and it's just a couple of women covered in blood. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Dear. Yeah, wrestling's an interesting thing to explain to people who don't watch it. Really, it. it really is. It's really <laughs> weird how quickly you end up in positions where you're like, I can't justify this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you're just trying to... It's one of those things you have to watch it for yourself. But then even then, somebody occasionally will watch bits and it just, out of context, it's completely ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. <laughs> That's that's the thing about the, the people talk about appealing to the casuals and it's like the casuals aren't into it, mate. No. Like <laughs> normal people, normal, you won't get normal people in here. Like you're either really into it or you're not but at this all. This is the thing as well. Like yeah, you if you are a quote unquote casual viewer, you just like I don't know flicking channels and you come across some wrestling. Like you're either gonna be drawn in or you're not. But like I don't know what would be. I think something that was just a really boring straightforward graps match <laughs> i'm showing my biases again but like, i think that would be less likely to have made me stop and watch in the past than if i was flicking through channels and saw like a bit of orange Cassidy doing shenanigans with his hands in his pockets like that would have yeah. uh, that would have made me more likely to be like hang on what's going on here <laughs> that is the thing and then and like the youtube i think the youtube views um outside of of sort of big names coming in or whatever outside of that the things that go down the best from AEW on youtube tends to be things like orange Cassidy and dan Housen and people doing silly shit like that's the thing that draws people in in the first place and then either you're gonna stick around or you're yeah. not um, but I don't think in this day and age with pro wrestling, I don't think there is any such thing as a casual. No, it's too niche. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's very niche. And it's one of those things, either you get it or you don't. And either you're really into it or you're really not into it. So I don't, there isn't, I don't think there is such a thing as a casual. There's not these people who sort of wibbly wobbly in the middle <laughs> who occasionally tune in every now and again like they they just i don't think they exist i don't, I don't think, think they, they exist. exist um is there anything else that we have not addressed that you would like to address hangman versus jay white was really good yeah i'm really <laughs> i'm really sorry hangman like i love you so much but the last two weeks i felt like i haven't had anything to say about his matches which is why i haven't really put them in like prominent positions in the agenda because I'm like Hangman looked really good he did some really good wrestling and it was great and then I'm like full stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the thing we I although there was shenanigans this week wasn't there it was um and and it was a really clever way of doing it as well but because it kind of kept uh Swerve and Hangman Yes. Somewhat protected because Swerve cost Hangman his match and um, Hangman cost Swerve his yes. match. Yes, and all the shenanigans with Prince Nana's crown and using it to hit people and Hangman popping out to yes. be like a uh, lawful good like enforcer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no. I think the idea is that it's sort of, Hangman is like, if you want my spot, you're going to have to come and take it, but you're going to have to do it fairly like do it without the bullshit like so i i think that's that's the sort of thinking behind it maybe but 
I will just say, right, with Nana going viral with his dancing and stuff, it's like it's almost like a face manager mm. managing a heel. And I feel like it muddies things a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because yes. I it's it's becoming because Swerve is being so sort of like a little bit unhinged. Yeah, the silly dancing manager thing is a bit odd given how dark Swerve seems willing to go. Especially with like, yes, like you can't picture like thing. Prince Nana dancing while they like go to Nick Wayne's house and murder him, so yeah, it's a bit weird. I yeah. I don't know anymore. I like I get that it's to the to Swerve's song and everything and but I just feel like it muddies the waters and it and it's to the point where I think it's becoming a distraction. Yeah. Um and I hate to say it because I love it. <laughs> I, I think he's fantastic. I love his silly little dance. But in the situation that they're currently in, it feels a bit I dunno, it's just there's a weird sort of disconnect for me. It's like Swerve being very, very, very serious and then Nana dancing. Yeah, maybe we need to see Nana doing some nasty business. So do we know, I I seem to remember there was a bit where he was having a little whispery conversation with Don Callis and I can't remember if we know what that's about. Do we? I've been thinking about this (laughs) because I meant to talk about it like a couple of weeks ago because... That never really came to anything. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was because it was before the Hung Books versus the um, Embassy, wasn't it? Boff, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure it was. But then that never really came to anything. That that sort of scheming yeah. didn't really come to anything, which is now what makes me think, is the family going to interfere in whatever Hangman and Swerve do next? That would be nice. Is, is it there going to be Hangman a merger? Into that story line? It would bring Hangman into that storyline and we might get some Kenny and Hangman content, content which is, is nice. <laughs> That was a Freudian slip and a half. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would be a good way of somehow bringing those two what seems like very disparate storylines together yes. speaking of storylines coming together yeah the so hangman showed up like three times i think in this show because he came out when uh during swerve's match and he obviously had his own match and then at the end of the show after the adam copeland and luchasaurus match it was like 20 past three in the morning <laughs> and i could not follow what was happening like I did not know what was happening. There were suddenly like 20 guys and everyone was fighting everyone and I could not keep track of who was on what side and why and what was happening. Can you I help? Was, um, <laughs> help me. I I was I was mildly impaired by this point. But, um, <laughs> so there was Luchasaurus, there was Edge. Ed, I keep calling him Edge. Copeland. There was Copeland, there was Luchasaurus, there was like Christian, and they were all beating up on Edge. So then somebody else came out. <laughs> Who came out? <laughs> I remember Hangman coming out because I was like, Hangman! So, hang on. So Nick, so Nick Wayne was there with Christian and Luchasaurus. 
and he, and he was doing things and then sort involved. of impressing Christian. Yes. And Christian was like, good so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so after the match, Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus were beating up Adam Copeland. And then Brian Danielson came in to punch Christian. Yeah. So, and then he went after Nick Wayne. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. There was BCC. That's yes. who came in. So then, yeah, Utah and Claudio were also against the Christian cage faction but then yes. the mogul embassy came in to fight with the blackpool combat club which yep. maybe puts them on the same side as christian or maybe not and then yeah then hangman and swerve came to have a fight like that's i just i i don't know who's allied with who there it was chaos it, yeah was it just chaos? was it supposed to be just like everyone's coming out for their individual grudges okay yeah but I also liked kind of the idea of, of like, there was a little bit of BCC Hangman sort of on, fighting on the same side. Oh. Because they were like... Yes, both fighting, fighting the Mogul Embassy. Like, Hangman was fighting Swerve. Yeah. yeah, Hangman was fighting Swerve and they were fighting, like, the Gates of Agony. So, <laughs> and Cage, <laughs> yeah. I think. Was Cage there? Uh, I, I think... I... I, I don't know. Maybe. There were so many men. I've said before, I can only count to six men. This was way more than six men. There were so many men. There were so many men. It was, um yeah, it all just got out of control. But I, I think it was, yes, it was meant to be chaos, but also there was little sort of hints towards alignments and, and, and what have you. You know, <laughs> so that would be fun. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. I do at some point really want, hangman and mox to team up against somebody because i i love hangman and kenny as a team yeah. right but clearly they're doing like the golden lover stuff at the minute so i i feel like that's probably like a bit of a way off yet so yeah if 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 hangman and mox could <gasps> team up for a little bit and do something that'd be nice that'd be nice for me as a little treat a little treat wouldn't it be a little treat if hangman kind of had a little flirt with joining the Blackpool Combat Club. Me- oh, oh, yeah. Maybe there's a bit of yeah. He's kind of tension. the Utah of the elite, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, if such a thing were possible. I the well, that's the thing. The but this is also a good thing callback. Remember when I was going on about how they didn't show the handshake on Dynamite between the Elite and yes. the Blackpool Combat Club? And it was like, they were like, cool now. They draw a line yeah. under it. And that again with this is like, I wish they'd have shown that on TV mm. because it would then sort of, you know, if there was any kind of Elite slash BCC intermingling, shall we say, then it would make sense more because everybody saw the handshake and not just people on no, Twitter. But, they, but if they don't show the handshake and they therefore don't make it canon, then Hangman could be being distracted from hanging out with the elite, as we've seen before when he got distracted by Swerve and wasn't celebrating with the Bucks when they won their tag belts. Yeah. Look... <laughs> I I am drawing, I've got some red string and I'm going to create as much angst as humanly possible. So I can... Oh, I do love a bit of angst. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I'm like, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, do it. And then, but yeah, because they, they, they there is potential for angst there, isn't there? Yeah. Like, like hmm. yes. And we could also 
maybe working some stuff with Wheeler Utah and him seeing like Orange Cassidy go nasty and like what would that mean for him because he left best friends because they kind of weren't able to teach him to be vicious and he went to the Blackpool Combat Club because they were happy to slap him around and indulge his BDSM fantasies so (laughs) what if Orange Cassidy were becoming was becoming more violent like would, Ooh. Ooh. What, would, what what could maybe happen there if Wheeler saw his two former mm. fathers falling out about violence? Like, come on. <laughs> there is, Make yeah, this show for of... the girlies, guys. This is what we want. <laughs> Make it for the girlies. Uh, gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, yeah, the thing is, I really liked, like I've said before, early days of AEW where it was like, the stories crossed over and intermingled yeah. so that that would be i mean that's the ideal mm-hmm. really if that's what we're gonna do like there's drama between hangman and the elite there's like stuff going on with hangman and the bcc and then there's stuff going on with the bcc and best friends and then orange cassidy and yeah do it do it i I'm mean yeah I, I guess i am trying to like go back into the past here where i'm like the only characters i'm willing to play with are like the elite best friends <laughs> And Blackpool Combat Club, who yeah, are a bit I mean, later, I guess, but yeah. I mean, with this podcast, our biases are pretty clear <laughs> at this point. If you're still listening, like, you know who Actually, we're that's into. not even true. I am willing to allow other players onto the field. If that, I, I love everyone. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I we were talking the other day, like, there's nobody I actively really dislike. Except FTR, maybe FTR. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's it. Mm. Like I really like everybody, and I like seeing. People, There's so. one more oh, person have, oh, I don't thought... like. Oh, fun. who is it? So, um, it's Wardlow. I don't like him. I'm sorry. I used to love him. He used to be one of my favorites, and then his storyline with MJF ended, and he just did nothing. And then he just like did nothing yeah. and did nothing and then just became really whiny about how he wasn't getting anything good and and now he's just come back after like months away and he's just doing the same and now he's really shit angry. again i can't be doing with it you've got to do something else yeah yeah i mean i for one matt seidel didn't do that <laughs> oh, poor matt seidel <laughs> poor matt bless his yeah. heart like no no um but yeah i'm questioning the wisdom of doing this it's the same like it didn't work before why are you doing it again but it plays well it seems to play well with the live crowds which is like normally i am normally in the same boat as the live crowds a lot of the time Hmm. lately i've been a bit the live crowd is wrong yeah it's the same shit like why are we encouraging it's this? It's so boring. It's so boring. I don't need to see him do it again. I don't need to see him come in and give five power bombs. But then I said that on Twitter and then a bunch of people like, oh, oh well, I like it. You, this is the like, thing. I used to you, like it. But it's and boring. then I just got bored of it because nothing changes. Maybe this is the problem. Maybe we're easily bored. <laughs> we are um, definitely. We need we to have... <laughs> Because we have, t- we want to have like twenty different storylines going on yeah. all at the same time and intermingling. And he's with each doing other, so. zero storylines. Like, yeah, I mean, other than the fact that the first week he came in, I didn't see this week, but the the first week he came in, he had MJF oh, written on God. his uh, wrist he tape. Fucking cares. So, but <laughs> if we're gonna do that again, why why not just go straight into yeah. it? Yeah. 
Well, because... Just do it and then run it at full gear and then it's Max done. hasn't got time. He's got other shit to be doing at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's, you know, but it's it's like if you wanted to do that, just do it and yeah. get out of the way already. Like, we don't... I don't need to see from now until post full gear it's going to be the same squash over and over again you could shave the time you could get rid of that shave a little bit of time off something else and have a second women's match and that would be a far better use of everybody's time frankly yeah like i don't need to see wardlow powerbomb somebody five times every week it's it's no goldberg it's goldberg (laughs) shit and i hated goldberg as well like i don't also like like I used to think, like I used to think he was hot back when he was doing his whole thing of like standing behind MJF and being menacing, and I was just like, "That's an attractive man." And now, for some reason, I liked it when he did he's just more. Actively unattractive to me, I think because I am so aware that he is. It's because he cut his hair, isn't it? It might be he's cut his hair. I think it's because he's got he's no personality. It doesn't seem like it, does it? Like, yeah. Why, if, if, if. If you have got a ton of personality, <laughs> where is it? Why are you still doing this? <laughs> where is it? Why, why are you are still it to doing us? this? Who are you? You're, you're, oh god, yeah, no, not um, not into. It. And I, the thing is, I don't know whether it's his, whether it's like him not being a great talker or not being very charismatic is is the issue, or if it's just bad booking. I don't know what it is, but I need it to not be happening <laughs> anymore. To, just, there's no point. Like, <laughs> just just don't bring him. It's fine um yeah 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 so we're not ending on a downer though dynamite did a buy-in oh my god yes and that was fucking great that was i love that great yes eddie kingston versus murder grandpa minaru Minoru. oh fuck yeah i'm falling over my names minaru suzuki there we go <laughs> oh it's so good i just love whenever minaru suzuki turns up i'm just i'm i'm happy i'm a happy mj because i just love to see he's him a lot of fun with his with his crazy face and he's laughing when he's getting pummeled. <laughs> like, I, I adore him. I adore him so much. And again, it's like Eddie just getting to fight whoever yes, he wants. although... And having a grand old time and you love to see it. You yeah. love to see I it. Don't, uh, I shouldn't say this now because that's a, a positive thing, but like, question mark, why is Eddie Kingston being like pushed off TV and onto Ring of Honor and the Bayern? Um, well, I mean... Ring of Honor, I understand. Well, yeah, he's the Ring of Honor champ, champion. so he probably should be there, yes. <laughs> but I, I like that because now we're getting... Well, we had Serpentico yeah. versus oh, Eddie in a, in a Proving Ground match that. this week. I which was that. I don't think I've ever it. heard Serpentico give a promo before. I was very excited. I've heard him say a few words, but I've never heard him cut like a proper, no. proper promo. Oh. Can I just say I miss Luther? Where's yeah, Luther? I don't know. But um, but that was really fun because he was Bring like, all I have to do is is make it to ten minutes, and then he made it to like thirty seconds or something. Yeah, but I think it was about three. <laughs> Bless his heart. Yeah, oh, sweetie. I love him so much. He's so good. And but now we are also getting Angelico yeah. versus Eddie Kingston. In a proof, is it a proving uh, ground match next week? Yes, I think so. And I am here I for it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that Angelico is getting more time. I on anything, yeah. to be honest, because we didn't see him for a very long time, and now we get to see him on um, Collision and on Ring of Honor, and I am delighted about it because I really yeah. like him. Have they been doing um, like 
the actual Spanish announcing, <laughs> like Spanish announce project. Have they, they actually do. been doing that this whole time? Because then, like, that I think they have. Sense, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. I think it, isn't it Angelico, Serpentico, and Thunder Rosa? Oh, is it? Oh, bless. I think. That's nice. Yeah. I think so. I think they do Spanish commentary, but it's yeah, it's it's just great getting to see like Serpentico have matches like which aren't necessarily because he was like he was the job guy. Let's be honest, like for the first sort of four years, and but he gets to have good matches now, and I love that. And and Hang- Angelico is a super talented wrestler. His submission stuff is just fantastic he's so good he's massively underrated and i'm just really really happy to see him on the telly um yes but i agree i think eddie versus serpentico and eddie versus angelico and just i just i just like watching wrestling (laughs) i like it when random well not random i like it when yeah just unexpected guys are fighting unexpected guys and we have like style clashes or just you know matchups that you don't expect and it's not just the same same guys over and over again, which it kind of was in danger of becoming on collision at least. Um, but now it's like, it could be anyone. It could be someone from, yeah, CMLL. Someone just might turn up and, and yeah, and surprise Anything us. can happen. Yeah, it's it, a delight. I love it. I love wrestling. <laughs> I, it is. It's great. I do, I, and I will say, though, um, Ring of Honor TK tends to book more for the girlies than AEW TK Because it's not does. on telly. Yeah, well, I, I guess it's because he can. But book for the girlies. Because he's got the freedom to do it without Warner Brothers, Discovery, breathing down the necks, I guess. Question. The uh, Griff Garrison and Cole Carter tag team managed by uh, Maria Canellis bennett are they actually called Baby Boys? Or is that just what she calls them on Twitter? Because if that's their actual tag team name, uh, I, I would die for them. <laughs> I... I hope it is, because that's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hope it is. I hope that's their name, because that's fantastic, if they are the baby boys. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I will say, Cole is... You know, we were talking about, like, this character change for Cole. Even though it isn't really a character change, it's just he's more of yeah. his character than he was. Um, the other half was, was watching it, and he was saying the same thing. It's like... Why am I warming to him? <laughs> I know, I love him. I love him. He's wonderful. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what's happening, but I am really it's warming really to Kolkata. I'm like, it's so cute. It is in a weird way, even though he just basically wants to have sex with older women. <laughs> well, is his mostly whole Maria, thing. I think. But yeah. Um... Mostly Maria, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, he's doing it in such a weirdly yeah, endearing not way. A nice it's very at all. strange. He's basically just playing like a horny teenage boy, and yeah, that there's something yeah. so like harmless about the way he's doing it. Like he's just like this yeah. bringing this like puppy yeah, dog it's not energy. Sleazy. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just very endearing and sweet. I love it. Yeah, I just kind of want to pat him on the head. And yeah, go, oh, it's funny bless. because he oh, is being him. a heel and he is being, <laughs> being a pervert. And yeah, it's really endearing. Weird, isn't it? It's wrestling gimmicks are wrestling weird. Gimmicks the, are weird. The strangest things will be the thing that hooks you into liking somebody sometimes, and you're like, I don't even. I don't even know why I started liking this person in the first place, but I do. Like, there's an inexplicable thing 
sometimes <laughs> that just makes you go, yes, that's the one. It was that one. first match like... a couple of weeks ago where he was like blowing kisses to the camera and like doing little call me gestures with his hand. It was just, it was just very endearing. It was just so We love sweet. you, Cole. He's just, he's just a little baby. He's just he a don't little... know what he's doing. <laughs> no, okay. Well, that seems like a nice place to end. <laughs> um, that is us for another week. So we will be back next Saturday. But in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter or X or Blue Sky at Waffly Bollocks or individually as at Waffly Waffly and Russell Trash in all those places. And there's also Russell Trash on Instagram or Kofi where you can buy T-shirts. Yep. And yep. my Instagram where I have just posted one. <laughs> it's new. It's fine. <laughs> and... um. A thing I don't think we've said before is that you could also email us if you want to at wafflybollocks at gmail.com or you can use the Spotify feature to send us voicemails. That might be fun. Otherwise, we should, if we do get any voicemails at any point, we should do like a, a voicemail. That would be really fun, but we need some voicemails first, yeah. guys, please. <laughs> yeah, send us voicemails. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, otherwise, um, until next time, enjoy your wrestling. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.